gamification for business? Is this really a game changer? Find out how you can use gamification to grow any business on this month's Screenbox podcast. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Streaming box technology and business rundown. Is it all a game? Principles and hacks of gamification and using it to grow your business. Welcome to the Screenbox Technology and Business Rundown podcast. So, what is one of the fastest growing business trends in the last year? AI chat, you would be surprised. Want to find a way to grow your business and stand out from the crowd? Today, I, Dave Erickson, and my co-host, Botan Sedesh, are going to try to game the system by talking to Damon Rue and Christopher Bradley from the SaaS gaming platform, Dreamify.com. We are going to go in-depth to find out why companies, large and small, are finding that gamification may be a great way to lure in, educate, and connect with potential customers and grow your business. Damon is one of the co-founders and CEO of Dreamify and is a creative entrepreneur, passionate about the superpowers of gamification and how to use them to drive engagement and boost business growth. Christopher is a content creator and product specialist at Dreamify, who graduated and worked in journalism before moving into content creation and marketing. Dreamify is the SaaS gaming platform trusted by businesses around the world to connect with people and effectively communicate brand and product value to a new audience. So Damon, did I get everything correct? Yes, we're good, yeah. So Thank do you, you want to just give kind of a, a real brief account of how you started Dreamify and, and why you did? Yeah, sure, yeah. yeah, yeah. So everything started, uh, yeah, like in back in 2005, uh, 2006. So uh, I was with my business partner, so Munir, Munir Edir, and uh, we were friends from school. We've been playing sport together. And uh, so after a while, we, we all went in, a, we both went in different directions for our universities, but we managed to catch up again. And we said that we would like to start maybe working together on small projects. And after a few projects, we said, okay, let, okay, wh wh why not starting a, like a, a business? So we created uh, Dreamlike, which is a creative digital agency where we help businesses with uh, their marketing, with their global communication, uh, creating websites, creating logos, branding, business cards, and things like that. Uh, when business cards were still a thing, you know. Uh, uh, and then yeah, after a while, quite quickly, uh, in 2007, we started creating games because we created a network of websites for kids. Uh, and we managed to, uh, it was games for kids. And uh, we managed to reach up to uh, 16 million unique visitors per month in different languages, different countries. So we were getting like quite a lot of traffic on those websites, quite, quite a good reach. And that's when uh, brands uh, targeting kids like Disney, Mattel, Hasbro, Sony uh, came to us and said, okay, now we would like you to develop games for us, but doing product placement. So creating games, for example, when they were launching a new movie or a new uh, product for kids. So that's how we started uh, in the kids uh, game industry. And slowly, slowly, when we saw that it was working really well, we said, well, why not doing it for any kind of business? Because everyone loves playing. So it's fairly easy like to, to reach people and to engage with them through games. So uh, we started creating more games for B2B and B2C uh, customers. And then from there, uh, it was working well, so we said, okay, we need to be able to replicate this quickly and efficiently. So that's how we created Dreamify as a platform to make sure that anyone in the world could create a game and customize it in a matter of minutes, just like what we were doing. So yeah, so that's how we started uh, Dreamify. How can uh, gamification help businesses engage customers and improve brand loyalty? I mean, uh, in my experience, uh, gamification uh, it usually boils down to hey here's a video watch it then answer this multiple choice question i'm sure that's very far from what you're doing so <laughs> i'm incredibly interested so there's already a couple of ways that you can sort of develop loyalty with your customers through gamification the one that most of your listeners will probably be familiar with is things like loyalty programs so one of the key sort of 
mechanics of gamification is actually like a progress bar. If you think whenever you play video games, there's always a progress bar. You see how far you are through the game. Uh, with like a loyalty program, you know, it just shows you how many points you've accumulated, how much you're, how close you are to the next reward. So it's almost like a visual, like, uh, representation of how much you've invested. And that can be like enough to kind of make people think, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to stick with this because I'm this close to like the next level or whatever. Like certainly over here in the UK, we've, we get like points with all the supermarkets that you're at, which always kind of in my mind kind of nudges me towards the one that I've got a club card with. And I, I kind of stick with that. On the more sort of, I guess, sophisticated end that modern gamification allows, um, if you think through like like marketing games that we create, so what you're doing is like you're cutting through this like a bit of a sea of sameness in sort of the digital advertising space where, I don't know about you guys, but sometimes when you feel like a company's trying to get your attention, it can be quite, you can be quite closed off to it because everyone's trying to sell you something with like a gamified experience, it's, it's more interactive and it kind of, you're inviting someone to come in and have an experience to play something. Maybe it's like a challenge or maybe they're playing like a little basketball game or something where they're like racking up points. But what that does, you know, when you play, play equals effort, play equals concentration. And that makes people just a little bit more receptive to like, you know, targeted branded messaging where you can get your message across to people and have them actually retain it. And as you rinse and repeat and keep doing that, you can actually build a relationship with a customer over time. Uh, there's, you know, I could give examples, but there's just so many different kind of game mechanics that you can apply depending on, you know, what you're doing, like from like a branded Pac-Man game to, you know, even just like a quiz. Um, but yeah, if you keep doing it, you, you give them that experience and you just, yeah, you just keep going, keep going back to it really. If that, if that makes sense and answers your question, Botan. Uh, totally. <laughs> it it answers, answers very well. Uh, can we get into a bit of um, uh, a bit more detail into specific gamification experiences? So uh, now that you explained it, uh, a couple of things come to mind for me. One is uh, the, the loyalty programs at airlines, which honestly I never thought of as gamification, but apparently it is. Uh, another one is uh, both McDonald's and Burger King have this thing where you get uh, loyalty points, four levels, and uh, coupons based based off of that. Uh, but I think the one I interacted interact with most is actually uh, mobile games, uh, and it's crazy to me that it's always. Uh, Bijouworld, every time, <laughs> hundred times out of hundred, it's it's Bijouworld. Um, can you shed some light on uh, why um, there are these patterns? Is is everyone just copying each other, or is there a uh, psychological reason for why this works? For why uh, specific patterns of gamifications work better than others? No, it's it just because it, it triggers uh, emotions. So game playing and uh, playing games triggers emotions. So it's part of the human nature. So even kids, you know, like before they know how to speak or before they can walk, kids are playing. So that's the first thing you do in your life, I would say, after breathing maybe and, and, and eating. But but yeah, so so that, that's why like games are part of everyone's life. And uh, yeah, when you go to McDonald's, you can get like rewards. When you run uh, now on Strava, you can get badges and rewards when you reach some uh, milestone or when you, you beat your personal record. So I think most of the people don't really realize that gamification is already part of your everyday life. Anything you do, uh, or even like TripAdvisor, if you go and leave reviews on TripAdvisor, you get then uh, badges and you, you can go like one level higher. So that, that's gamification as well. It's like giving you something back in exchange of an action and uh, playing is the same. And uh, you know, like, so yeah, so that's, that's why gamification is working so well. It's because it's part of our nature and part of our life already. Botan, does that kind of answer the, the question for you? To be clear, I think what you're saying is, is that when you've experienced gamification, you've seen a certain style of gamification mostly. Right. But is there a reason for just using that style? And and 
you kind of said what it was. Could you say it again? Because it wasn't 100% clear. What is the style of gamification oh. that you've been experiencing? Uh, the one I've been experiencing most is, are you familiar with the game uh, Bejeweled? It's more like, it's, oh, more yeah. game, it's more gaming and casual gaming than really a principle of gamification. Because uh, that's why we, yeah, it, it should not be mixed up really, because gamification is applying uh, game logics to uh, things that are not playful. There's a difference between gamification and just like a game like Bejeweled. So with Bejeweled, the game is the game. You're just passing time. With gamification, think of it as like a means to an end or a vehicle. You're using gamification to achieve a desired response in someone. Maybe that is capturing data or maybe you, you will use a casual game, like a branded equivalent of Bejeweled, for example. But there's always like an, an end result that you're looking for. And then with gamification, think about applying game mechanics to like, you know, trying to get people to achieve something like a good example. You see it a lot in like sort of the fitness space. Like if you've ever done a challenge on Strava, you know, you've got points and uh, not points, sorry, you've got leaderboards on like segments and stuff. And that's, you know, you'll, you'll struggle to name an area uh, where like gamification hasn't kind of started to make its presence known like it's. It's really everywhere now, but yeah, think about it as gamification is a means to an end. It's not, we're not here to entertain people, but I mean, that's kind of like a, a side effect of it, I guess. And it's, it's a means to an end. Right. Um, I'm thinking about these interactive ads specifically, uh, you know, there are, uh, video ads and there are, uh, sort of gamified ads. I'm not sure if that counts as gamification when the ad itself is a is a self-contained piece of the game so it it is a vehicle for uh driving my engagement with the yes. with the advertisements yeah yeah sure yeah yeah and it's really good because uh for example we are working with a, a lot of publishers so big websites with a lot of traffic where they are using games uh just like you said like in advertising to keep people engaged or so th there are two there are many different things where a game is uh, is improving the kpis of a website is first the time spent so for example if you are on a website and uh, you, you see you you read an article or you watch a video that's good but if there is a game you will spend more time on that page so it means better kpis so it can help for seo it can help for retention on the website so games are yeah are used for that and then you can also use game to to do like advertising campaign as part of the game so that's what what i was talking about earlier with product placement and in-game advertising where for example let's say you, you've got a big website and coca-cola they want like uh, they want to run a campaign on your website you could create a game and customize the game with the coca-cola branding and people on your website would play with it so it's a way for you to engage with the audience and also to uh, to get them to to get the advertising message across is there a uh, you know you have a, a pretty large collection of games that you've worked with over time is there a particular style or type of game that is most used currently for gamification uh, or is it spread pretty evenly about uh, throughout the types of games Again, it, it will depend on, the, on your goals and uh, the objectives for the campaign or the project. So you could be using uh, quizzes uh, or questionnaires uh, in general if you want to uh, educate people or if you want them to or if you want to test their knowledge. So th those games like the trivias are really good for that. But then uh, you can also create instant win game mechanics. So let's say you've got an e-commerce website and you want to uh, to give away promo codes. So when people are reaching uh, your website, they get onto uh, your, your homepage. There is a pop-up or there is a banner telling them Play, play and win so they will maybe spin the wheel or use the scratch card game to give away promo codes and then this will increase the conversions and this will also boost the sales so yeah so that's the instant win and then we've got all the casual games you are talking about the match three example or even like uh, all the games that are like casual games and popular games that you can uh, uh, customize with your own graphics so yeah it's I would say that everything uh, is quite is spread quite uh, evenly, and it will really depend on what you are trying to achieve. So uh, yeah, so there is no like, there is not one recipe. It's mainly like trying to use many different games 
to bring variety also in your marketing, not always uh, giving people like the same game mechanic? It, uh, it sounds like there's a specific mechanic for a specific goal that uh, seems to work best. I mean, uh, the one you just mentioned, Damien, the instant win mechanic, is, uh, is something that I see everywhere. And uh, feel free to just avoid this question for the sake of your business. But uh, I was wondering, does the spinner ever land on the biggest rewards? <laughs> or does yes, it? it does. Yeah. Oh, it does. <laughs> That's real. <laughs> No, no, yeah, yeah, yes, it, it does. And you, you even get like 100% winning games. So we've got some clients that uh, no matter what you do, you will always win. So uh, yeah, no, no, it does. And uh, yeah, it's, a, it's yeah. a proper like game of luck. So if you are lucky, you, you're going to win the biggest prize. <laughs> right. For, for me, it's, it's always the lowest prize. <laughs> the prize. That's, that's why I'm, I'm asking. Well, obviously, uh, you set up kind of a, a matrix uh in the game where so many people get this percentage get the lower end prizes and so many percentage get middle prizes and i'm sure there's a way that you set up the scaling of the the the, the awards when you create an instant win game uh, we've got an algorithm behind it that will define the distribution rate and all the things so basically you, you set you set a start date for your campaign you set the, the end date so if you've got let's say 10 days You've got 10 days of campaign and you've got 10 prize the system will try to make one prize to go every day but if for some reason someone is not uh, like people are not playing on day number three the prize from day number three will be pushed to day number four so on day number four you will have more chances to win but it's all uh random and it's all still based on luck unless it's 100 winning game but it's more like a dispatch that's being made uh, on a smart way through the algorithm than us setting up in advance what should happen if that makes sense yeah. it does um so i was wondering what are um, some of the most important elements of uh, gamification programs maybe we can narrow it down just a little bit. How about for an example of a small business, say a uh, B2C business that is starting off selling their products on the internet? Let, let's use that as kind of a case example. That might narrow it down a little bit. Yeah, quite. I mean, quite possibly it could be like a survey or something, um, which is an easy way to kind of get information, like get people to give you their opinions give you information. But I guess like another way for from a B2B perspective where gamification might be really useful because, you know, we talk about like creating experiences, creating something that's memorable is, you know, if it's in a pitch or a meeting or at a trade show, um, for example, where you're meeting other businesses that you might want to work with. If you've got like a, like gamified content at your stand, especially with a leaderboard, it's, it's quite a good icebreaker as well and just opens up conversation. Like that's another way that it could work from that perspective. And that works B2B and B2C, you know, depending on the context. And then like another way, you know, you could do it from like a B2B perspective is, you know, we have we have something on the Drumify platform called a, a product recommendation quiz, where it almost works as like a digital salesperson. So like it'll ask you a series of questions and depending on your answers, like there'll be multiple choice answers and each of them will correspond to, you know, an end result. Uh, and in a B2B sense, like say it's like a SaaS platform and you offer like various products, you answer the questions and at the end of it, it's like, you'd probably be best served by this, which, you know, is something you could integrate on say like a landing page, uh, like as a B2B site. I mean, ultimately what you've got to think about in the B2B space, whether it's like a business or an individual, everyone's a person, you know, like a, a big part of how people decide how they do business is, it's personalities. It's how you make people feel, you know, that's how you influence. And, you know, gamification can be like a really big part of that. Uh, yep. I think we're really hammering home the fact that uh, pretty much everything we see around us is gamified these days. I mean, the one you just uh, mentioned, Chris, uh, the one where uh, we get a series of questions and some system somehow helps us find the right product for us. That's, that's just another example that I never even thought was gamification. So I'm 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 really curious what what else is going is flying below the radar. I, I think that might be one of the issues with 
the concept of gamification is there's so many gamification options that, you know, if a business was saying to themselves, I want to use gamification somehow to help my business, you know, it's almost like, well, it could be anything. So may, maybe there's, I don't know, in your experience, if there was like four kind of questions that a business would have to ask themselves about why they would want to do gamification. That way, when they go to somebody or when they go on your platform to look for a game or a gamification, they have an idea of what they're trying to do. So maybe you can kind of talk a little bit. What would be like the top four things they need to kind of think about and understand about their own business in order for them to figure out what gamification program may fit them? I, I would say that there is only one question. It's, do I want to engage with my audience? And that's it. If the, the answer is yes, then gamification is for all the, business in, all the businesses in the world. And you, you can look at it uh, as gamification could be implemented at every stage of a customer journey. So uh, there is a, a popular framework called R, where you've got like uh, acquisition, activation, referral, uh, revenue, and uh, oops, sorry, I missed it. What was, what was the last one? <laughs> sorry. Um, framework R. Uh, I'll redo it. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So it's yeah. So there there is like a, a popular framework that's the framework R with acquisition, activation retention, referral, and revenue. So it means that at every single step of the customer journey, you, you could implement gamification. So if you take acquisition, that's what we said, you could run like a campaign on social media and try to acquire more customers using a game. So that's step one. Then step two, activation. That's what Chris was talking about with the product recommendation quiz, where you've got the customer on your website and now using gamification and the product recommendation quiz, you're going to recommend them uh, a, a specific product. So that's uh, activation. Then for retention, it means that uh, let's say the customer is buying the product on the website. At the end of the checkout process, you can have uh, on the thank you page, you could have another game where you tell them, thanks for buying a product from us. And now uh, spin the wheel or scratch a card to win a promo code for your next purchase. So you are doing retention. So you, you encourage them to come back. And then for the referral, it's the same because after the purchase, you could send them uh, an email saying now play this game and at the start of the game, you will be asking them to leave a review on Google My Business or on Trustpilot or whatever. So it means that you are going to use the excuse of sending them a game to first ask for a review. So this will help your referral for uh, new clients and new, new prospective clients. And then the last one, revenue, it's, it's fairly simple. If you do everything right, you are going to make money and that's it. So. Uh, there is no limits. Like we never, we never encountered a business or a client where we could not do anything. Like gamification, yeah, is part of our lives <laughs> since we were born. So that's it. You know, like it will work really well for any kind of business. But people just need to understand it and also understand that uh, gamification will create create this particular emotional connection with their customers. So they have to use it because that's really good and that's helping the, the business a lot. So when a company integrates gamification into their website or their mobile app or their, their presence, their digital presence, it, I assume that there's a lot of analytics that can go into the game where the business can get a lot of data or information about what's happening. Is that the case and is that easy to do or does that require a lot of work as well? Yeah, so if you, when you create a great a game like in our, in our platform, for example, in the, in the Dremify gamification platform, you're, you can log in when your game's running, when your campaign's running, you can log in and see things like participation rate, engagement rate, you know, how many people are playing. You can see if it's like a multi-level experience, what, at what point are people stopping playing? for example, but then also, you know, if it's say, if it's part of an e-commerce thing, you can, if you're distributing like a promotional code through 
the game as like a reward for players. You know, you can see how many of those get like get run through your POS system, you know? Um, so there's, a, I mean, there's a lot of analytics that you get on different games that you create and it kind of varies from game to game. Um, but then there's obviously a lot that you can use in partnership with the analytics you get through, uh, through Dreamify. So it sounds like that there is almost, when you start doing gamification, just like you're doing a product roadmap for building a, you know, a website or something, you know, you're, you're going to do it one way and then you're going to have to revise it and try it a different way, almost like A-B testing until you get the game set up where you're getting maximum results. Is that correct? Okay, yeah, and uh, but but the most important is to make sure that you, you you can plan you plan everything in advance. Meaning that, for example, you're not gonna make one game, then wait to see like what's going to happen, and then try. You could do that, like you could you could iterate after each project. But what you could do is all, and that's what we recommend is to plan in advance and make sure that gamification and games are part of your strategy. So it means that, for example, in advance, you will define, okay, campaign number one will include uh, an instant win game mechanic. Campaign number two will include like a quiz and so on and so on. So you, you, you plan maybe the next four, five, six campaigns with different game mechanics. And from there, you, you will uh, be able to iterate and test and learn, if you know what I mean. So uh, th that's why it's like when you when you run like uh, a newsletter campaign, you're not going to send just one newsletter. So you are going to to send multiple newsletters, may maybe every every month or every quarter. So with gamification, it's exactly the same. It should be part of your strategy and you should make sure that yeah, it's integrated and you don't expect amazing results on the very first one. You will have to make a few to get what you what you want. Speaking of strategy, how can uh, we make sure that uh, our gamification plan is actually aligned with our business goals and strategies? So what what should we look out for? Like, uh, I know it sounds uh, pretty obvious that if I want people to participate in my new uh, discount program, I I want to do a instant win mechanic. But in a broader sense, uh, let's say that uh, I'm a company that uh, wants to do everything like uh, at a fixed price, never give discounts, never uh, do any of the common strategies. Like, uh, how could I align that very peculiar strategy with a gamification plan? I think it will be it will be about creating content with added value. So you, you don't have to always give away promo codes. But for example, if you've got like a specific product and you don't want to do like any uh, any discounts and things like that, you could use gamification just to engage with your community. So creating a quiz, uh, creating uh, games, creating content that's interactive and playful to make sure that your community and engage with the, the content. And that's it. And you will develop your community and you will develop your, your customer base. And that's how gamification will amplify your marketing efforts. But just to make sure that everything is aligned with your uh, business strategy is f for you, it would be just integrating gamification to things that you are already doing. So you don't have to, to experiment or explore new ways of uh, communication. It's more like if you've been planning a newsletter or an emailing campaign, just add gamification to it. If you've been uh, planning like an advertising campaign on uh, like paid, ad paid ads uh, on Facebook, let's say, uh, just add gamification to it again. So just sprinkle gamification <laughs> everywhere and that's how you will get like the first results and that's how how you will see that the engagement rates will uh, will go through the roof because people love playing and games are bringing this uh, difference this added value that makes everything you do much better and much more engaging is there a difference between how gamification is applied or used between a b2c company and a b2b company I mean, I, w I would assume a, a B2B company is looking more for acquiring information, whereas a B2C company is looking more about promoting kind of products and getting uh, users to buy or to interact with products. Is that correct or is there not really much of a difference? 
I would say that because at the end of the day, you are talking to humans, you are talking to people, uh, it's more or less the same. It doesn't really matter if you are trying to sell a product to a business or trying to sell a product to, to an end user. So uh, we don't see like, uh, like much difference when it's about marketing and selling. It's more about when you go like to, into the HR thing where you can use like uh, gamification for onboarding, for employer uh, branding and things like that, where you can see a difference between B2B and B2C. But like, yeah, let, let's say uh, you, you go for a trade show, for example, and you want to use a game during the trade show on your booth. Uh, it doesn't really matter if the people you are talking to are B2B or B2C, you will still fi find a game and create a game that, that will engage with them. So yeah, so I would say like the approach is roughly the same, but obviously the, the content you put inside the game is personalized, customized and better targeted depending on who you are talking to. So if I was a, let's just say a, a, a B2B business selling services, a gamification strategy that I could use would be first uh, to get engagement. I would want to find out in that engagement more information about what the person is looking for. So the style of gamification that may work best for that would be some kind of quiz type gamification. Is that correct? So, yeah, I mean, if you're looking to like seek information or feedback, then we've got like a, a game engine, which is just like, I guess, a survey or a poll. Um, and it's, it's exactly that. You can customize it however you want to, to get the information that you're looking for. So, yeah, I mean, like question and answer style games, if you're, if you're looking to seek information, like qualitative feedback on, say, like developing a product, that's absolutely what you'd go for. But, it you know, it depends on exactly what your sort of b2b goals are like if you're at say like a like a like a trade fair or a corporate event or like a meet and greet you might maybe be using gamification as a way to kind of like network and you know get people to you know give contact details or even just as a bit of an icebreaker just to get people to come over to your stand where maybe like just having like a leaderboard up would be quite good and you could into you could you could introduce as well like we have Throughout all the games you make on our platform, you can put things like intermediate screens up. So say you complete a level, it could come up with like a video or some audio or a picture and some text, you know, whatever whatever you want. Um, you know, in things like we've got like word games as well and where like, you, like a little bit like Wordle, I guess. Um, and where when you get the word right, it can come up with a piece of interactive content. Same with like things like memory cards, like when you get a match, it can come up and then that can be part of your branded content or something that you're trying to get across. But it's obviously interweaved in the process of this game. Because like, like I was saying about earlier in the podcast, gamification, we're not, it's not, we're not just doing things to entertain people. It's a vehicle. So it can be a vehicle to get across those like targeted messages, if, uh, if that makes sense. And the best would also be like to, to mix all the game mechanics together. So it means that, for example, we've got a, a module that's called the dynamic path, where you can create like multiple steps and each step can be a different game. So, for example, it doesn't really matter if it's B2B or B2C, but uh, if you want uh, to engage people, you could have like three steps. First step could be a game like uh, to, to grab attention, so get points. Uh, be part of the leaderboard and the ranking. Uh, game number two could be a quiz. So that's where you will be asking your questions, you know, like do your market study. But the good point is it's step number two. So you've been engaging uh, the users at step number one. So they are into the experience. They are quite keen to answer your questions. And then on step two, you are asking those questions. So you get better results, better engagement. And then step three could be an instant win game where you tell them, thanks very much for participating into this experience. Now uh, scratch this card or spin this wheel and try to get to win something like a goodies or something. So the, the, the beauty of gamification is that you are not restricted to just one game mechanic. The best is to create multiple experiences combined together. And that's why you get the best uh, engagement. Got it. So you can actually string together several type of game mechanics to take a person on a gaming journey uh, through your products Correct. or your brand. Okay. All right. 
and it can be it can be spread also across like a, a period of time so you could say okay we want to create like a loyalty program for all of our customers and we want uh, this loyalty program to last 12 months so you could decide that each month you are going to unlock a new game so when they start game number one on the first month they will see that there are 12 games so until December, let's say, and each month, it's a way for you to also communicate. It's an excuse, you know, like to get in touch with your customer base and tell them a new game has been unlocked. Come to our website, come to our uh, portal, play the game, get points. And at the end of the year, if you are part of the top uh, uh, in the, in the uh, leaderboard, you will get a prize or you will be part of a prize draw, for example. But so that's why it's it, that's what Chris was saying, you know, about storytelling. You have to tell a story, and this story doesn't have to be like five minutes. It could be uh, five months, you know, or five years, if you want. Uh, this got me wondering: uh, Do we actually have uh, gamification that is more uh, leaning towards uh, aptitudes, like uh, reflexes or uh, image recognition or whatever? Like um, more more difficult gamification is what I'm trying to get at. Is is that a thing? It's really down to the content you put in each game mechanic. Because for example, a quiz could be really simple if you put really simple content in it. But if you want to go for a personality test for recruitment, you could go into like specific questions that are quite technical. Or even let's say you want to hire a developer and you want to test their knowledge on such or such uh, skills you could create a quiz with really technical questions in it. So what we are doing is we are providing a solution, like a gamification solution, but what you do with it and how complex it become is down to the content you will input uh, in the in Dreamify. I think a lot of people, when they hear the word gamification, they think in their mind an actual game, like they're gonna play a game and you obviously have that, right? Um, but when you play a game, it's limited on the data or the information that you can gain from the person who's playing the game. Uh, so I think with most games like puzzles or actual, you know, going through a, a first person shooter game or a driving game or anything like that, the objective of the gamification may not necessarily be gathering information. Uh, the objective of that game may be provide a little bit of enjoyment and if they get a certain score or if they achieve a certain goal in that quote game then they get something or they get access to something is, is that correct or can games where you're actually playing the game yield data as well you are getting data when uh, people are playing the game itself because for example on, on Dreamify, you can create as many intermediate screens as you want before and after the game experience. So again, like the game is an excuse to get people engaged. So before they can access the game, if you want, you could show them like maybe one, two, three different intermediate screens where one could be data collection. So you grab the data before they play. So you make sure you get uh, data first. Then you could have like one intermediate screen showing them a video, a video about your business, about your products. Then let's say they could access the game and play the game. Then after the game experience, before they reach the, the, the recap and the leaderboard and the, the end screen, you could again like show them maybe a page where you embed your social media in it. So you could have like small uh, icons uh, taking them to uh, TikTok, uh, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, whatever. So. Um, the game is a part of the experience, but you've got a lot to do before and after the game experience. So that's where gamification brings this, uh, yeah, this engagement and grab people's uh, attention. So you could design or you could take a game, say like, a, I don't know, a, a tank game where you're driving a tank and you go through different levels. And so the first level you shoot three tanks and then there's kind of a, a break and it says, hey, please go to our social media here and there. Or it'll ask a question, hey, before you go to the next level, uh, how did you like the game? Or what do you think of That's you know, Coca-Cola or whatever? Oh, great. Thank you. Now, here's the next level. And if you can get this level in X, then you will receive a, a bonus. Uh, and then they go through that section. It can be the next one. Hey, to get your bonus, you need to take check out this product. 
And if you buy the product, you get an extra 20% off or whatever. And then you can come back to the game for the next level. Is that a, a gamification strategy? You got it. Yes, got it. Uh, that's it. Uh, do you guys do um, ARGs? Um, alternative uh, reality games, I think. Yeah, but augmented reality, yeah. No, yeah, not, not yet. Not yet. Uh, no, 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 not augmented. It's, uh, it's more like, uh, um, let's say I'm Coca-Cola, but I'm uh, putting up a fake website, which uh, instead of Coca-Cola, it says uh, uh, Cac-Cola. Right, and I'm I feed in clues which uh, point to a specific location, and people who actually get out there and uh, they can find the next clue, and then the next, and then the next, and maybe at the final stage they get entered into a huge uh, sweep sweepstakes. Okay, see, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we've done something like that. For example, it was for. Uh, like an energy provider, and they were uh, moving uh, their offices to a bigger place, a new place. And what they wanted to do is they, they wanted like they, there are 700 uh, staff that were in, the, in that building to learn about the new place. So what, what we've done, it was this. So you connect to Dreamify, you were uh, accessing step one. Step one was telling you, go down to the reception, find the, find the secret code. So you go down to the reception, find the secret code, access the first game. It was a quiz. Why uh, do we have this uh, statue in the hall, blah, blah. So you had to answer this question. And then it was telling you now, go on the rooftop, uh, find the clue, and so on, and so on, and so on. So you are unlocking steps as you go as part of the treasure hunt. And at the same time, you were like discovering the different places in the new building. So that, that's a way to keep people engaged. And that it's, a, it's a mix of physical and digital. So it's called digital. That's why you create like an experience where digital takes you to a uh, physical uh, location. I want to bring up kind of a subject that's been very popular lately. And I don't know how it would fit into gamification. Um, what about AI? How does AI fit into gamification? How do you think AI is going to affect gamification in the future? So, yeah, I mean, AI kind of came out of nowhere, I, I guess, for a, lot of, for a lot of people. And I think in terms of gamification, I mean, even beyond gamification, where is AI not going to be integrated in a few years? Like, just in terms of, like, I mean, the game creation process at the moment on the back end is, like, okay. really quite, quite easy. Uh, like, the user experience, it's a bit like, you know, if you think about building a website, imagine not not having like, you know, Wix or WordPress or some kind of content management system to put it together. So we're already kind of at that stage. And then it's just incrementally, just things are going to get easier, just like little details. I guess like you could also have, I think you'll be able to get AI to basically test, test your games as well to help with that side of it. Like, you know, it's, it's a bit of a crystal ball moment, but I think that's what we can kind of safely assume is the direction we'll probably like. It's probably going to go in. Yeah, it will. It will. It will help the content creation for sure. So, for example, instead of uh, let's say you need uh, to write a description for your game, instead of writing it from scratch, you you might get some help from uh, AI. So that's one thing. But also, like in terms of interactions, what we will be able to do, like with uh, creating gamified uh, chatbots and things like that. So yeah, so uh, plenty of possibilities. Uh, I cannot unveil the, the, our roadmap <laughs> just now, but yeah, yeah, we we are on the, on that subject, and uh, yeah, it's exciting. So I mean, we were talking about uh, AI, and one of the things I'm thinking is in the future we can just uh, go to Dreamify and. Um, just writing a prompt like hey i'm I'm so and so company i'm doing a campaign for uh, so and so amount of people i have this budget and just build me a campaign and at that point Thank it's, you. Be it's been a, it's been cheap. added to the roadmap <laughs> <laughs> everyone's adding that to the roadmap i think yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that, that's a really good idea yeah yeah well this might be a good opportunity to talk a little bit about Dreamify, how can a business, example, I'm, I'm a B2B business, let's call it a, a small to medium-sized business. 
Uh, I want to incorporate gamification somehow into my marketing and sales. I've heard about Dreamify. I go to Dreamify. How is Dreamify? How can Dreamify help a business? What What are the tools that Dreamify provides? And and if I was such a business, what would you recommend them to do on Dreamify or or use Dreamify? Uh, so yeah, I mean, if you're a if you're a business and you're looking to start using gamification, first thing to do is to go and create an account, which is free to do, and then you can you know go into your Dreamify dashboard. I think the first thing you'll see is probably a video just quickly running you through how to actually create games and use like navigate the platform just start creating things and just see see what's possible we've got case studies as well have a read of them um yeah just just start playing around with it and see see if the case studies kind of resonate with your kind of challenges as well we've got a lot of content on the back end too so yeah and yeah, I, I would just I would just create an account, just start playing around and just see because one, you know, it's like anything. Once you start doing it, that's when the ideas start to come. So you might have a have an idea like, oh, we could maybe use a game in this way, but then you start, you know, trying different game engines, like maybe you start playing around with a quiz, or maybe you start playing around with a dynamic path where you can put multiple levels together, and then you'd be like, because you know, your brain just kind of solves problems kind of like uh you know, subconsciously. So, you know, just start playing around with it and, you know, see, see where you end up. And, you know, if you need to, you can always ask us for, you know, a little bit of bit help or a nudge in the right direction. Yeah. And also you can create an account. You can start uh, customizing and creating games for, for free, uh, have a preview of what you are doing. But I mean, if as a business, you know what to do and you know what you want to do with gamification and Dreamify, you can just help yourself and do it directly on dreamify.com. But then if you are a, a small business and you've got no idea about what to do and you need like some help to get started, you can also talk to us because we uh, like, as I've said, like Dreamify is a product of the Dreamlike agency. So we are also like a creative digital agency. And I would say that we are supporting and helping maybe 20% of our customers. So a lot of them are doing everything on their own. But a lot of clients, like small or big, uh, they need help or they need support or maybe they don't have the resources or they need inspiration and ideas. So that's where you can also benefit for, from our 15 years of expertise. So yeah, talk to us. There is a live chat. Uh, you can send us like a contact form. You can talk to us on LinkedIn. So yeah, ju just get inspired by our experience, by our expertise and take it from there. And do you have tools on Dreamify that help businesses integrate the games into their websites and mobile apps and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah we do. Yeah. So first integration is really simple. So it's a link or it's uh, like uh, some sort of iframe, you know, like a copy paste, just like the same way you are integrating a YouTube video to a website, you can copy paste a piece of code and integrate Dreamify or a game to your website as well. And then we've got many different integrations with APIs. We are using Zapier, we are using Make. So yeah, there are plenty of ways of uh, connecting Dreamify to your existing ecosystem, CRM, uh, you know, like Salesforce, HubSpot. So the idea is to automate as much as you can. So everything is automated and gamification becomes part of your marketing strategy. And if someone creates a game on Dreamify, how long do they get to use that game or is that game permanent and they can use that link forever once they've created it or do they have time frames or should a business even expect to use a game for very long are are, are most games designed to be short term or long term yeah so there's i guess there's like a few ways i can come at answering this question and i'll i'll do all, i'll do all of them so i guess like the the first one's how long would you run a game for if it's like a marketing game or like a contest or a competition, probably between two and six weeks. If you make it too short, uh, you you know, your customers are going to miss it. If you make it too long, you miss that sense of urgency or that sense of FOMO where it's like, oh, better get, better, better, you know, uh, spin to win or whatever, like get involved. You know, if it's, if it's like, a, if, if it's running for a whole year, there's no kind of like, oh, I need to do it now. It's like, you know, people are bored, people get bored or they'll forget. Um, so if it's like that marketing game, there's that kind of sweet spot between two and six weeks, although, you know, it varies and different things will work for different audiences. 
on the other hand, you could use gamification to, or like certainly the Drumify gamification platform to build out like a quiz to train staff, you know, and that's something you're going to want to have running year round, probably, especially if you're a bigger business and you're, or, you know, you're working with like, you know, reasonably high turnover, like, you know, you, you might want to keep that game going year round. Um, if it's, you know, in education, if it's in a school, again, you know, you might want to keep it open for a long time, but also if you build a game on the Drumify gamification platform, it's there in your dashboard, you set the dates, like I want this live from this date to this date, uh, and you can, you know, stop it or, you know, you could, you could run a campaign if it works really well and you want to run it again next year, you've got the skeleton of it in your dashboard, just update it you know, tweak it however you see fit from, you know, when you calculated the ROI and looked at the metrics and you saw what worked, tweak it around, send it out for next year. It, if if you keep doing gamification again and again, especially because you've got the game saved, if it's something that you're going to be using every year, you've got yourself a self-sharpening tool, essentially, because you try it one year, it, it may be, you, you give it a B plus when you're calculating the ROI. But you see in the metrics, like people were dropping out of the experience at this stage. So let's improve that. The next year, maybe it gets an A. Um, what can you improve? Next year, maybe you get it to an A plus, you know? It's uh, you know, it's a broad question. It depends what you're using it for. I hope, I hope that helps in some way. And even, even for marketing campaigns, you could consider going yearly because you, you will need like you, if, if you remember what we said earlier, you have to repeat what works and you have to, to bring gamification as part of your strategy. So uh, if you run a campaign, even if the campaign is between two and six weeks, you, you, might, you might want to do it like every month or every couple of months or every quarter. So that's why like using Dreamify and again, like the same way you are using emails or newsletter softwares or any software, you know, like you use for your digital marketing or HR, you could be using Dreamify the exact same way. Got it. Got it. Because the more the more you the more you will use it, the more results you will get, the more engagement. What does the future of gamification look like? I think the future will be Dreamified. <laughs> Guys, I, I think we can end right there. <laughs> well done. No, no, that's perfect. That's perfect. We've got a new tagline. Your, the future should be dreamified. <laughs> perfect. Alrighty. Well, um, Damon and Chris, thank you so much for taking the time to fill us in on gamification and how it can grow a business. Uh, for our listeners, please join us in the first week of the next month for another Screenbox Technology and Business Rundown podcast. And until then, stay healthy and happy. Thank you very much for taking this journey with us. Join us for our next exciting exploration of technology and business in the first week of every month. Please help us by subscribing, liking, and following us on whichever platform you're listening to or watching us on. We hope you enjoyed this podcast, and please let us know any subjects or topics you would like us to discuss in our next podcast by leaving a message for us in the comment sections or sending us a Twitter DM. Till next month, please stay happy and healthy. <laughs>